I'm Julie. I'm Kalea. And you're listening to the latest episode of Girls With Fun. Thanks for joining us. Every week we get together and chat about something on our mind about BTS. Sometimes we're silly and sometimes we're serious, but we're always creating a podcast by ARMY for ARMY. If you haven't yet, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. And without further ado, let's get on with the episode. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Girls with Fun. Hey, hey, how are you? You know, doing all right. How are you doing? It was a Monday. It was like a very intense Monday E Monday. So I might have a GNT after this. We'll see. <laughs> um, also, like full disclaimer for anyone, I think this mic that has been with us since day one is like finally giving up on life. So it's been kind of in and out our last few collabs or episodes or whatever. So it's working right now. So fingers crossed. But if the audio changes partway through, I'm so sorry in advance. But until the new year, it's what we have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, should we start off with our with our topics today? For sure. Um, so our last episode, we did not cover it because we recorded it literally hours, hours before it was announced, but Bongtan is officially on Instagram and I have been suffering every day. Like I thought I was already overwhelmed with content, but now it's like extremely overwhelmed and Instagram is still not sending me notifications. So I need to figure out what's going on there because I'm just like logging in and blindsided by it every time I try to look at my friend's picture of coffee or something. Would it would it be any better if you actually could see the notifications? Like, because now you see the little drop down and you're like, oh, now you're still scrambling to like go and look at the Instagram. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's, I feel like yeah, it's, a, right. it's a mess either way. <laughs> Not to mention it's now like seven, like, so up until now they've all shared an account on whatever platform and now they all have their own. So it's like constant chaos, you know? Right. Um, I know we were talking about it, but it is interesting that they did decide to make Instagram accounts after so long and being on so many platforms together as, you know, one group. Um, but I mean, it's been fun. I've been enjoying it. Like, I really don't think too much about it. Um, you know, I guess they just decided now's the time. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, we did talk about it. My OT7 heart is like a little bit nervous and a little bit suspicious because Hybe has been dropping all these like it's a new era or like we're going on vacation or taking a break. And then literally it's like every day I'm just like barraged by a fire hose of content. So I'm feeling a little bit stressed. I'm not going to lie, but I'm also 
not going to complain about having more Bong Chan content. And like, I love to see how each member separately, like one of our followers was messaging me and like, I said this to them as well, but like, I just love seeing how they all individually use Instagram. Like <laughs> Jin is food pics. Yungi's like promoting his new single basically, or like, you know, Namjoon is popping up on a different side of the United States every 12 hours. Hobie's like, cute, 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 beach, family pic, thirst trap, beach, cute. You know? <laughs> so, like, literally, anyway, the point is that, like, every single member, I won't get derailed by this, every single member has, like, a different way that they're using Instagram, and it's interesting to kind of see their personalities shine through. Yeah. I was thinking along the lines of, you know, what's different from this platform than the other ones that they're using and like, you know, why Instagram, why open it up now? Um, and the way that they're using it and that no one can comment except between them. Um, I mean, I guess you can still DM them, but, <laughs> and I, and I'm guessing the, probably there's several reasons why you lock it down, but I'm thinking one of the major ones is, if you open up Instagram and you allow fans to comment there and then possibly Bongtown would also respond to you from their Instagrams, what's different? What what would be the difference between Instagram and Weverse at that point? <laughs> so I feel like maybe a major reason why they have those comments locked down is to like put or keep fans over on Weverse where they routinely like interact with fans over there. Yeah, I'm I'm also wondering, I do kind of think that getting Instagram was more of like a company choice or record label recommendation. I, I don't know, um, because I have a feeling if it was truly personal, like they all have friends outside of Bangtan, right? Like even celebrity friends that they could openly follow. But the fact that they're all only following each other, um, like why wouldn't Tay follow some of his like actor friends? You know what I mean? Or like Nam yeah. or Hobie like following Becky G or like other producers they've worked with. Like the fact that they all only follow each other, unless it's like a phase thing where they're like trying it out, makes me kind of think it was like someone at the company's idea. Like how can you be individuals but still follow OT seven? I guess. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I do find it interesting. Like, I did see Tay comment on, like, his friend's Instagrams, but he wasn't following them. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that is very interesting. Um, I don't know. I mean, whatever it is, I'm eating it up. <laughs> like you said, I, I'm enjoying seeing the various content that they post or, you know, not post. <laughs> You know, some are, like, more active than others. Um, I don't know. I think it's cool. The sheer number of memes I've seen about, like, everyone else posting on break, boarding quarantine, traveling around, and it's, like, Jimin sleeping in bed. Like, Honestly? That guy has posted twice. And I'm like, good. He understood the assignment that it's, like, break time. A mood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a mood. Like, I hope he's sleeping. Rest well, Jimin. Exactly. I hope he's getting a good nap in right now at this very moment, actually. Um, even Jin was like, was he like live tweeting his <laughs> his break? He's like, I'm washing dishes now. Or was that Jimin? One of them was like uh, live tweeting. Like, <laughs> I just finished the dishes. Like, I think it was Jimin, but okay. yeah, Jin also was. And there was 
Well, someone was like, how do I use Instagram? It's scary. Was that Tay? Yeah. <laughs> so they were also like tweeting, well, not tweeting, posting on Weverse about like their follies over on Instagram. Right. But then JK's had his since 2016, potentially. So. Which I'm still stuck on. So I'm like, did he just make the account and he never used it? Was he using it to like look at stuff and he never actually posted anything so he didn't know how it worked? Like, what's that? Why did he have an account since 2016? I specifically remember us having a conversation about where I was like, if any of the members have like personal IGs, um, I think it was when someone saw something on their phone, like the the like uh oh my goodness english but like the like mini logos in the top right when it shows you when an app is open i don't know what you call that but like the little notification thing um and we are talking about like if any of the members have ig it's got to be like a random string of like numbers or letters or something kind of unidentifiable um and jk took that and proved <laughs> that true one other thing I will say um, is that I also wonder, I don't know how this analytics website works where the person saw that like he'd had the account since 2016. Like, is it possible that someone else would have had that account like before him? But I assume someone was also like using the moniker August D on Instagram. And then Yugi was just like, this is mine now, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I'm like, how do you, yeah, I don't know how that works. How yeah. do you get the username Jen? Did you pay someone to give it to you? Like, how does that work? There's no way no one had, like, August D. There's no way. So I, like, was hoping, hoping, hoping that they paid whoever had those handles or, like, compensated them. Although, if, like, Yoongi slides into your DMs and is like, can I have this? Would you be like, no. (laughs) Like, I don't know what you would do. Although I'd assume it was fake, so maybe... But I saw, like, an article today about how some woman had the account called, like, at Metaverse, and then, like, it got shut down, like, a month and a half ago, and then, like, Facebook took it. So she actually, like, wasn't compensated. Though, to be fair, I didn't read the full article. I was just skimming, so, like, could be fake news, but they were talking about, like, the Metaverse handle and how that changed names. So, hold on. She had the account, and it just, like, got suspended one day or something? Yeah, basically. (laughs) I mean, read the article. I don't want to spread falsehoods, but, like, she had this established handle at metaverse and somehow it got taken down or suspended or taken away from her and then it popped back up like a month later with facebook so there's probably a good chance that whoever did have like the original gin august d or whatever handles it was probably like some spam account or they weren't using it at all like they were just saving that handle so that someone wouldn't be able to take it Mm -hmm. so yeah maybe you know, Instagram yeah. did just shut it down. I don't know, cause how do you how do you get on Instagram and you're automatically verified, right? There has to be some kind of like process, cause it takes a while for certain people to get that blue check, right? You have to like amass, you have to amass a certain amount of followers to get the check, but they started off already like verified, <laughs> so there was probably something going on, you know, for a just while to to get yeah. them to that status very yeah, interesting you're so right i didn't even think about that it's just crazy to me that separately each of them has like in the 20 millions like they're all like low 20 millions at the time of us recording and i'm gonna really age myself here this is someone being like back in my day milk cost five cents you know but like <laughs> when i opened my stan account 
they had six million followers on Twitter. And now individually they all have like 22, 21, 22. And I'm just like, all right. Like I forget how famous they are sometimes. Right. Because they do feel like our friends. And then I'm like, oh yes. I know. It's they crazy. got like 10 million followers in one day. <laughs> I know. It's absolutely insane watching their growth over the years. Oh. Mm. Even breaking Instagram records, I see. <laughs> yeah, someone was asking me in that same conversation I referenced earlier, like how I was feeling about all of Instagram. And I'm like, I'm just very overwhelmed. <laughs> like, it's too much. I'm happy, but it's so much. So I feel like we have to talk about uh, now I'm doing traveling across the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> so where did it start out? He was in Texas, right? Yeah. And I think there was a period where we were like, we didn't know what was going on. And then suddenly that man was in Texas. And I was like, hold on, texting the group chat. Like, this guy is in Texas. What are we doing? <laughs> What do you think's happening right now? Yeah, he posted those road trip photos. And so my brain was like, he's going to tell us in West, like that Frank Lloyd Wright house outside of Phoenix, um, like in Scottsdale, because, you know, he's all about that organic architecture or whatever. And no, he pops up in Marfa, Texas, um, and I guess an installation for Donald Judd. Um which is crazy. And then where else did he show up in Texas? Like, I think he went to Houston. Yeah, he went to Houston. And I was like, Meg? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't think so. I mean, Meg's busy. Congra- <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Meg is busy graduating. And congratulations. What if Nandrina attended her graduation ceremony? <sighs> he was already like, you know, it was this weekend. So he was already like gone. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. Maybe he stopped by to say, hey. (laughs) And where else did he go? Where else did he go? Was there somewhere between Texas and D.C.? Because I know we're going to talk about D.C. I don't think there was. Let me look. Before. (laughs) Basically, while she looks, all I know is, like, when Namjoon appeared in D.C., I was short-circuiting. Like, I don't even live there anymore, but the fact that he was in a city where, like, this podcast was born, where a friendship was born, where you still are. I honestly don't know how K-Army or any army that lives, you know, in Korea can be around them and not be, like, losing their minds all the time. Like... I remember he went to the National Gallery of Art and I was like, he's probably going to go to Glenstone, which is where I went for like my 29th birthday, I think, with a friend. And then like, sure enough, the next day he posts pictures at Glenstone and I'm like, okay, like where next? I really thought he was then going to come up to Pennsylvania to like see Falling Water, another organic Frank Lloyd Wright house or Kentuck Knob, also Frank Lloyd Wright. And I was like, or like, hello, Andy Warhol Museums in Pittsburgh, like Namjoon come to Pittsburgh, but he was up in New York apparently dia beacon yeah i mean he could make his way back down um so i checked no it was houston straight to dc <laughs> which is i think it's just comedic because we were definitely like what if he comes to dc and we were having this like full conversation with like our friends in this group chat of like you know what if he comes to dc there's like plenty of art here 
like no way would he even be able to come to dc and like no one would know and like, this man actually comes to dc and no one knew no one like, knew. Oh. i know it's crazy you're right I, i'll share like a little bit of like insight with our listeners but we were like would you recognize namjoon if he was just like out walking around in your city like assuming the other members aren't there uh, assuming like no camera crews or whatever, like, would you recognize him? And I was like, definitely like based on the airport, like we're like, Oh, that one sliver of the back of the neck is so-and-so or like just the way they walk. Like, I think you would know, but like, I don't know. They know how to like disguise themselves or keep it low key. I mean, I think, I think the time that we're in right now really has benefited him in that he could be essentially incognito um covid you're wearing masks so already you're like covering half your face um it's also like chilly outside so he's bundled up like you know you couldn't see his hair he was wearing like a little beanie um he had a scarf around him and like a jacket like he just looked like a regular person um and like the timing i'm assuming he went during the day this is like on a thursday or something like that like everybody's at work like no one's thinking about going to like the museum or whatever and it's probably like not a lot of like travel going on right now in dc at this point so i mean i think he just like picked the perfect time to come right if he had done this like during summer like i don't think this could happen right Uh, i think it would have been harder (laughs) and that like you said he's traveling with family um so He's not, or I'm assuming his family's with him. Maybe his family's not with him anymore and they've gone back to Korea. I know they were here for the concert because he said so. But I mean, he's traveling like kind of low key, right? It's not like cameras on him all the time, I'm assuming. Um, Because that would be like a dead giveaway if he's like like a Bon Voyage type camera is like following him everywhere. So, I mean... I mean, he's, like, gone through, I mean, he's, like, ran through cross country to the U.S., and, like, either people are really nice, and they're just not saying anything, or he really has made it through without, like, people noticing it, not noticing him for the most part. Yeah, I have to say, I'm impressed that not, like, a single U.S. Army has, like, leaked something. I mean, like, someone must see him, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know, at the gift shop of a museum. Like, yeah. Well, my prediction is that he'll post some Storm King pictures next. It's another, like, open-air art installation in upstate New York. So uh, if he hasn't, like, even while we're recording this, <laughs> prepare for it in the next day or two. Um, who knows? Maybe he'll go up to Canada, hit up Toronto, hit up Montreal. Yeah. I'm wondering how long he's going to say what else he's going to see. Maybe he'll, I don't know, come back down around this way and go to other states. Link up with Yungi in Chicago, possibly, question mark. Is Yungi in Chicago? Unconfirmed. So <laughs> I guess Juice World's like, I don't know, label mate, record producer. I don't know much about Juice World, so I'll start by saying that. His studio is based in Chicago. And there was that picture of him and Yoongi that he posted, not Yoongi, the other guy posted on his Insta. So 
yeah, I guess we should also talk about Girl in My Dreams. What kind of break is this? There's so much. Like, <laughs> I'm like, so anyway, yeah, Yoongi's song, like, it's just a normal thing. But yeah, so rumor had it. So that studio is in Chicago. Rumor had it that when they met up, he was in Chicago, but that's not confirmed. They could be in any studio. Like, that guy could have come to Yoongi. Who knows? Well, judging by the photo, it looked like it was the same day when they were in I don't know, because he was wearing that same outfit that he had on NLA. So either he's just like, you know, he's washed it and he's wearing it again. We hope. <laughs> or little Bibby was in LA at the same time Yoongi was. I don't know. Like, how did that work? But then Yoongi was also in San Francisco because he posted that picture in Alcatraz, right? Yeah. So Northern California. California is not small. It's right. There's probably right. like eight hours drive time between those two cities minimum. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Yeah, I really don't understand Yugi's timeline. Um, I mean, he looks like he's having a good time also not being on the internet. So um, I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, but I will say stream Girl of My Dreams. I really do like that song. Um, it's still like really heartbreaking what happened with Juice World um like listening to that album was like hard <laughs> listening to the album was hard i'm not even like i wouldn't even consider myself a fan of juice world i just know of him um but i did like listen to girl of my dream and then you know i started like listening to the album as well and it's just like i don't know it's just it's weird listening to like an album released after someone passes and then like hearing the content of it is just I don't know it's just really hard to get through but um Girl of My Dreams is a really nice song um the lyrics are like you know really like touching and nice to see Yoongi be on like such a nice song that also could touch the heart of you know um Juice World's girlfriend um who like wrote that she really enjoyed the song and like it brought her to tears so i don't know i do like the track i know it's doing super well so that's exciting and i saw a lot of army are making donations to the foundation that juice world's family set up to help people like struggling with addiction or like different like you know mental health issues etc so that's super awesome I yeah. love to see like positive things like that. Bring it back to uh, traveling. Um, Tay and Hobie also went to Hawaii. Did they stay at the same resort? Is that what the pool picture was implying? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they were in like the same resort or at least like really close to each other um, enough that they were playing in the pool together <laughs> um i'm like was this a joint family trip or they just happened to be going to like the same place at the same time because judging by hobie sisters instagram sounds like she put their family trip together <laughs> but did like how did that work that they wound up at the same place i don't know like did they time that but also she posted like an image and we can cut this if it's too creepy but like 
of the like slippers that the hotel gave her. So it literally has the name of the resort that they stayed at, like on her feed. And I was like, well, I hope you never want to go there again. <laughs> <laughs> like, so Yeah. And I definitely did not look it up, but the cheapest like room was like $800 a night. The cheapest one that didn't have ocean views and they clearly had ocean views. So anyway, you didn't hear it from me. That is a lot. Um, I mean, because up until like today, I don't think it was made known. Okay, we knew they were in Hawaii and they were there at the same time, but that didn't necessarily mean that they had to be on the same island or even like anywhere near each other. Yeah. So that was interesting to see that revealed today. Um, but very cute, regardless, whatever it was they were doing in the pool. With each other. All right. Well, you know what happened? The mic totally died. So I will just sit as close to my computer as possible. Like, if you haven't yet, please donate to Girls Plants Patreon. <laughs> you can buy a new microphone. <laughs> Anyway, um, I don't even remember where we are. We were talking about uh, Hobie's sister. Or no, yeah, the fancy resort and, like, being at the hotel while, like, Hobie and Tay are going wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what else to say. Look, they had a good time. Um, it's nice that they were able to get in and out of Hawaii. With the, I, I think also at that same time didn't they have like a crazy storm going on and I don't know if that storm like ravaged like all of like the islands or whatever but there was like some crazy storm that ran through there too so wow um and I saw his sister posting about the rain I wonder if that was related yeah and she also had the incident in the airport and I felt bad that like what was that I didn't see the full story I just saw her be like, I wouldn't travel solo again to It LA. sounded like whatever the issue is. So I, so I was wondering what it was. Did she come to LA by herself and also went to Hawaii by herself? Or did she come to LA, meet them, and then they all went together as a family? However it was, I guess her paperwork, the airport accepted her family's paperwork, but didn't want to accept her paperwork so she said it was like a racist incident she didn't like give that many details but she felt like it was racism why they didn't want to accept her paperwork when they literally just accepted her family's paperwork which was exactly the same um so i i don't know i just feel bad like you come all the way from another country and you're like trying to have a good time and hear somebody like trying to stop you that's just really annoying yeah it's so unfortunate yeah um we also got that song that tay posted on his stories which is nuts he just posts on his stories and it's well it's not gone forever because army are you know (laughs) masterminds and have saved that um i'm like dude drop the (laughs) mixtape honestly i didn't even like i was kind of like I don't know. Maybe this sounds bad. I was kind of annoyed. I'm like, you clearly have the song. So, like, where where's it at? <laughs> like, where's your mixtape, bro? Then he was like, since I posted it in my stories, 
this is this wouldn't be on the mixtape anyway. So I'm like, you just got mad songs. <laughs> Not a week goes by where we can be like, yeah, like, or like, oh, I'm really struggling tonight. Every single week we're on here, like, when do we steal the hard drives? As a <laughs> but like, right, what's going on? Yeah. <sighs> um. Yeah, I mean, the other members, super cute on Insta too. JK messing around with his feed, trying to figure it out, <laughs> making all those little stories. Out in quotes, because he's had it since 2016, apparently. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> what is that? Exactly. Jen posting his food. <laughs> I saw someone be like, level two, Instagram unlocked, filtered food bank. <laughs> someone, like, pointed out that the onion he posted had, like, teeth marks in it <laughs> so it was like did he take a bite of it or it was about to and then he was like wait actually i should <laughs> I took a picture of this and posted on instagram <laughs> i'll have to go back and look there's so much i'm like not seeing because i'm just so overwhelmed it's a lot yeah i would never be like wow there's teeth marks on this like i'm not that eagle-eyed i'm fully convinced that namjoon had an instagram prior how is your like off the bat your stuff is that good no way but hobie too hobie has like a very curated like namjoon's i'm not prepared to talk about in depth because i'll be stuck here forever but like i was having this in-depth conversation with my friend about like unrelated to bongtown about like expectations and disappointment and i'm like yeah i'm disappointed because i can visualize what it would be like <laughs> for like to go on a museum date with namjoon like even more than i could already visualize it before so yes he definitely knows what he's doing but like hobie is like writing on them and like making the like polaroid grid edges like and then he was like, sorry, I'll do better going forward. Hobie definitely knows what he's doing, but then he apologizes for like, I'm sorry my feed doesn't look that pretty. I'm like, what are you even talking about? Exactly. <laughs> uh, your feed looks great. Um, <laughs> like, fantastic concept right off the bat. You know, my feed looks like trash. It always has. Definitely didn't have the idea of like doing something fancy like that to start off with. <laughs> like, what? No. Speaking of Hobie's fashion, um, uh. <laughs> um, the media has like deemed him a safe sex ambassador. Um, <laughs> she did not just say those words out loud. I mean, it was like on a Korean like news show. Like they reported it. Like, like it was news. <laughs> um. So yeah. Condoms on his shirt. Um, I would have never noticed they were condoms until, like, you know, one of those like BTS fashion accounts was like, "Here's the shirt," <laughs> and it was literally called like Pleasures, yeah, or something. And I was like, "Wow, not even a little bit like vague." <laughs> what was the name of the shirt? It was like Protection or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Literally the first day you texted me and we're like this shirt and yugi's fake love shirt sit at the same table <laughs> and if you all don't know what we're talking about with the fake love shirt 18 plus go and look at that shirt again in the fake love music video 
Yeah. <laughs> it's great. And then the pic he posted of him wearing it in Hawaii, so you, like you can see it like fully. Because at first it was like in that Polaroid, <laughs> and it was like what is it like sepia toned or whatever. So like you couldn't really get like the full gist of the shirt. And now he's like posted the full shot of it, and he looks damn good in that shirt. <laughs> in case you were wondering, yes, it is the condom shirt. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Yeah. Can you imagine showing up to lunch with your parents at like a resort in a condom shirt, like? <laughs> very catholic i don't know like what yeah i don't know anyway <laughs> again i'm like do you look at it and like automatically know like those are condoms <laughs> or do you like realize it right <laughs> i don't know <laughs> they saw it on the news and we're like son <laughs> what have you done <laughs> uh, great so funny. great uh yeah, so long story short, Instagram, Bangtan, too powerful, confused about why now, interested to see where they take it, but like loving the content so far. Do you have any other thoughts? Because I feel like we should get into our main topic. No thoughts, head empty. <laughs> Only BTS. That's a condom shirt, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um... Yeah, we should get into our main topic of the day. I'm assuming we're going to put this all in one episode, or are we going to split yeah, it up? I, I don't know. So. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, let's get into it. It's been a year. It's been a... <laughs> I won't do it. But it's been a year. <laughs> we are back again for the second annual Girls with Fun Awards. Uh, so here we are bringing our our top picks from 2021 with these fictional awards we've created, um, created and presented and picked by us. We are the judges. We are the announcers. <laughs> we are the nomination committee. Um, we are always on the Grammys about a lack of like transparency, <laughs> but it's just us. But we're telling you, it's just us. Exactly. I'm telling you every year, right? <laughs> right. so this is like our year in review kind of you know um 2021 was mad weird i was just gonna say this was a weird year for the committee (laughs) yeah very weird but here we are um wrapping it up we're gonna get into it uh do you want to start the first category yeah So our first category of the 2021 Girls With Fun Awards is Song of the Year. Uh, Leah, would you like to share your nominee for Song of the Year? All right, drumroll. My Song of the Year is, should not be a surprise, it's Butter. Um, I just feel like, When I said like is was butter summer, I meant that like <laughs> like butter took over. It's not even just the summer. Like butter took over like the last six months. Honestly, um, what a release! What a song! It's definitely my favorite of the English releases they've put out. Um, like. 
it's it's a good song. It's high energy. It's super fun. The music video is fun. Uh, the like different versions we got with it were, were also like super fun. Shoot, it gave us a feature with Meg The Stallion. How can you not like Butter? I mean, it's just like such a catchy song. <sighs> Butter's How great. long have you been talking about Meg Tan? Like forever. Exactly. The choreo. The original choreo plus the choreo we got from the 3J performance, like. All right, Julie's nomination for Song of the Year is JG Tub OT7 version. And obviously, this was during the muster. And I feel like the JG OT7 version is like the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> um, I even put a note for an honorable mention of Butter if the Dejita OT7 version was too chaotic for our rankings, but I don't think it's too chaotic given how this episode's going. Like, it, it, <laughs> it was close, but it wins. And you have, like, Tay looking hilarious with his, like, super fake beard. Uh, you have Namjoon getting caught in 4K, but I won't say... <laughs> what <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> but yeah um if you know you know uh you will not be raising that issue at this time you have <laughs> your face you <laughs> you have hobie coming out and just like killing that rap like doing amazing like jimin i was having flashbacks you know like when it opened, I was like, this is not. Is this? Is it? Is it? Like, I was in doubt. Like, every single member brought something, like, funny or cute or impressive to that song, which is why it, like, edges out Butter for Song of the Year. Like, that's going to be an iconic performance that we as a fandom remember forever. It truly is great. I'm waiting on them to actually put it on DVD, but I probably won't receive it until next Christmas, so. 2023. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> great you song. Want to introduce the next category? Sure. So our next category is V Live of the Year. This is a new category. Uh, you want to announce your pick? Sure. Yeah, we had to mix up the categories this year, given that there wasn't like a full length album. Uh, it was a year of singles for Bangtan. So anyway, if you're wondering why the categories changed, the council will offer you that transparency. Um, so <laughs> for Julie's nomination for V-Live of the Year, we have the JK Concert V-Live. And this wins because it was basically a free concert for two hours in the middle of the night of him dancing in his PJs. And I'm pretty sure he also flashed new parts of his tattoo sleeves to us because that guy was getting tatted like every single week. So <laughs> he's singing, he's dancing. You can see some new tats. It's, it's a lot. So that is Julie's nomination for V-Live of the Year. That was great. Is that where we got Paradise Live after, you know, years of asking for it? Yeah. I mean, obviously it wasn't like the full performance, but yeah. at least we got Paradise Acknowledgement in 2021. <laughs> I think it was also the one where he was like, we have a song called Heartbeat, and everyone was like, boo! <laughs> it was also that V-Live. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, 
What a mess. Um, my pick was now I don't remember. I don't think this is what it was called, but I'm calling it that. That like hour thirty minute long V live that Hobie did. I'm calling it Hope on the Street because it basically was um him like dancing in the high building like after hours. It was like stupid early in the morning and <laughs> he's just in hype like <laughs> you know breaking it down dancing he's like listening to the city girls which gave me a good chuckle <laughs> um then he's also like did he did he take us like to the bathroom with him or whatever he did like <laughs> like he's going around hype because he was scared like <laughs> being alone in the dark uh great v live I also could not pick, or maybe it's an honorable mention, um, that first V Live Namjoon did where he revealed his haircut, and I completely short circuited. Um, <laughs> I have my reasons for that. I won't go into details. I feel like Namjoon's been making you suffer in twenty twenty one. When does he not? <laughs> when does he not? That's. The- that's that's the question when does he not make me suffer we should have had a word category that was like deepest june induced suffering (laughs) (laughs) but we didn't so maybe next year a new category can be born (laughs) jeez anyway yeah those are my picks um i'll introduce the next category of the girls with fun 2021 awards and that is the bias wrecker of the year award awarded to the member who bias wrecks us the most and is giving us the hardest possible time (laughs) making us question everything kaleo would you like to tell our listeners what you picked for 2021 Uh, you know it's a tough race very close call um you know they're all really good picks and they all have bias wrecked me multiple times throughout this year um but i gotta give it to my man jimin i mean man i am like (laughs) inches away from changing my bias like he's really (laughs) it is just rough out here (laughs) In these O two seven streets, man. Um, you know, Park Jim has a very special place in my heart, and um, he's really trying to like kick soap out and like give them a run for their money. Um, and you know what? Might let him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jimin's perfect. Like, he's so sweet. Also super cheeky. Um, very handsome. He's just an all-around great guy. How could you not bias him, you know? This is me acting as the red carpet interviewer in addition to the selection committee and award, you know, <laughs> announcer. Uh, at what point were you most in danger or, like, most wrecked by Park Jimin? I'm gonna get into it later so I won't give the full details now it kind of ties in with what I'm gonna pick as one of my later choices so okay that's valid I'll leave it for suspense (laughs) this interviewer rests her case (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so for my category for bias record of the year, um, I agree that every member wrecked me at one point or another throughout the year, but there was one member in particular, uh, from like, I don't know, I guess, when did Permission to Dance come out? September? August? I don't recall at this specific moment. I want to say that was September. Okay. I sound a little fake, but anyway. <laughs> it's been a year. <laughs> it has been a year, that's for sure. So, uh, yeah, I would say for since September 2021 uh, has been making me question if I'm quadruple biased, which isn't even a thing. Uh, <laughs> but so Mr. Young CEO himself, Jung Ho Sok, Platinum Hobie really did something to me. I'm like losing my words, losing my brain cells. Like, I hope he brings back the platinum hair at least once a year from here on out. Oof. Man. Once a year. <laughs> That's rough on the follicles. <laughs> <laughs> I like suffering. <laughs> uh, I think we'll see it again. He said he enjoyed it. I hope so. I will also enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> um do i read the next one sure our next category is favorite music video would you like to introduce your pick sure i have uh two contenders that are splitting the award um so (laughs) the first i would say somewhat expected contender is butter um there were multiple versions all of which were super hot um there was something about butter bonkton that i'm not prepared to like fully process um but the other contender more recently snuck up out of nowhere is super chomchi <laughs> um the fact i just love the chaotic energy around this track the fact that he not only released like a one minute and 54 second track or whatever it is but also a dance video but then also got mad when army copied the dance video like what did you think was gonna happen like that whole narrative that whole saga the whole like i don't know mythos surrounding super chomchi like is what led it to victory as well yeah um high key i want to like get a group of people together and go down to like the sea <laughs> and do a super chomchi challenge there i think that would be really cute and like overalls just whenever <laughs> yeah um song of the year i think i don't know <laughs> it's great it's a great release <laughs> like he said great music video how can he like not expect us to do a challenge to that what did he think would happen he would just drop this hilarious track and we'd be like that's funny no you know how army move <laughs> exactly that's never gonna happen exactly you gave us a dance we're gonna dance yeah it's what we do <laughs> we don't need permission to dance we don't and we learn all of the choreo this is included sir you're not exempt <laughs> like... um my choice is going to the butter hotter version um that music video was stupid cute (laughs) 
the way they were just like running around and doing like all this random stuff in it very 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 cute um do we ever get a sweeter version i don't think we did we got a cooler version and a hotter version we didn't get a sweeter version music video is that the mysterious one that like Tay posted a clip of and then took down? Where's the R and B one? They made yeah. like you know the little R and B track of butter. Where's the? Where's the? Anyway, that's not that's what we're true. here to do. <laughs> the committee would like further review. <laughs> yeah. Um. <It's> the year. <laughs> my other. Uh, pick has to go to the butter special performance. That's the 3J dance. I live there. I'm sorry. I can't, like, get over it. Um, What a... What a dance. Um, Very unexpected. Wow. And again, Megan. (laughs) This is not a Megan podcast, but, like... (laughs) Isn't it, (laughs) though? There's just so many good things about that. First, we get 3J again after, what, quite a few years when they did that, um, was that that prom party on Live? Yeah, I think it was 2017, um, because I still live there. <laughs> that 3J dance cover, so yeah, to see them make a comeback, I'm glad you chose this, because it was definitely on my honorable mention slash contenders list. Yeah, anytime I can get Bongtown going, ah, like, I love, like, I live for that, <laughs> Give it to me. It's just <sighs> what a song. Brain <laughs> cell. Every time I watched that, it was like <laughs> synapse gone, <laughs> short circuiting. <clears throat> um. Okay. So for a more recent category, um, also a new addition. Given that there was a return, a limited return to live shows in 2021. Uh, The next category is favorite permission to dance on stage moment. Kalea, why don't you go first? Um, you know, I've said it once. I'll say it again. I could say it a thousand times. The dis-ease stages, man, like, It's just, it is just so good, okay? Every single one of them. Man, this ease was great. Um, what an opportunity to be able for us to see that live. Like, I'm really so thankful. Um, that stage is absolutely nuts. I'm telling you, like, the, the, like, the air shifts. It's, like, different in there. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, <sighs> You know, I felt the same way when they were perform tear. Like, the air was different. I don't know how to explain it. Like, things just moved. <laughs> but this is, it shifts in a different way here. It's a different kind of energy. Um, tear was kind of dark and gave me chills. This one gives me hype. Like, <laughs> Disease is just such a great song. Um... And, you know, Hobie's all over that song because 
he like made it right so it's just his like complete vibe and the way he just eats his verse up it's absolutely insane the way they gas him whenever he's doing his verse like yugi's verse is nuts arms verse is nuts like they all go in they all go in their energy on that song is just crazy um even like the vocal line snaps like, I don't, everything about this ease is just great <sighs> it's such a great song <laughs> could go on and on um did i have something else on here yeah you had a i guess honorable mention or- uh, oh yeah honorable mention how can i forget um this changed me um i i said i want it like tattooed on me which you can't tattoo videos on you but i want it <laughs> somehow in the future um that day four butter performance and like it starts off and the camera just automatically like zooms into hobie and he's serving like absolute face i don't even know how to explain it it is like the best thing i've ever seen <laughs> that's so dramatic but it's so good well, it is so good at girls with fun, so grand oh man i don't even know how long that loop is it's probably only like a few seconds long but it's just great like i i live there actually i live in quite a few locations you have a few vacation homes yeah rental properties um (laughs) (laughs) what a great moment (laughs) (laughs) maybe i can come visit one of your rental properties (laughs) yeah you know whenever you like (laughs) My vacation home from favorite um, permission to dance because I said I live in the 3J 2017 dance. Um, my vacation home and the favorite permission to dance on stage moment was I guess it was telepathy, but BTS on those orange parts and going out into the crowd. I think we talked about this on our concert recap um, episode, but they've never really gone out into the crowd like that. I don't think outside of Korea, definitely not in the West. Um, and we were talking about this on some of our collabs with our friends too. Like we had JK in euphoria, but that's pretty much it. Um, so to see them going out into the crowd and like somehow Yoongi magically making eye contact with everyone and just how happy they were like waving. I saw a picture or a TikTok of Jimin like making a heart with someone like his hand was half of a heart as he like rode by on the cart. What was, is like, it yeah. like being God's favorite child? <laughs> Literally, I would like to know. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could say I was that person. Come on yeah some really good karma so i gotta do more like good deeds and like (laughs) have the right mind for the rest of the year i guess or going forward um okay uh i guess i introduced the last one right so is it your turn to introduce i don't even know where we're at anymore uh yeah 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 (laughs) maybe um yeah, so the next category is, you know, our our favorite here. <laughs> Feeding the delusion moment. Um, we are quite delusional, so this is always a good category. <laughs> yeah, this is a uh, fan-voted category, and by fans, we also mean us. 
No, yeah. So, uh, so Julia's 2021 feeding the delusion moment goes out to every time RM said baby in 2021 and that deep voice. <laughs> There's a lot of memes I could insert here, but uh, choose your favorite. I think he knows what he does. Like, especially in 2021, he just like leveled up his delusion powers. Um, again, all these museum picks. Uh, some of his, like, thirst traps that he was posting, which, uh, may or may not come up later. <laughs> um, yeah, so RM, he knows what he's doing. He's been beefy 2020, 2021, um, posting a lot of thirst trap pigs. Even all of In the Soup Season 2 was, like, a thirst trap, but he says baby in that deep voice of his, and I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> Like, tell me what you want, and I'll do it. <laughs> you want my entire net worth? Like, here's the check. <laughs> I need, like, that word white from his vocabulary. He's a menace. He's a menace to society. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows exactly what he's doing. You cannot convince me otherwise. Because you don't even have to say that word. It doesn't, it doesn't even have to fit here. Like, exactly. You're making it fit. Stop. It's an interjection. He could just be like, yeah, we're happy to be here. Not like, yeah, we're happy to be back, baby. Exactly. Bro, calm down. Chill. (laughs) Yeah, um, I could say a lot more, but I don't want to get us, like, actually (laughs) X-rated. But you all know what I'm thinking about. So anyway, uh, we'll we'll let the next presenter present. (laughs) Um, My award, I think, has to go to... Tay period like for like this whole year man this guy is just like a king of traps maybe just traps in general um like the marriage proposal things not that anyone was necessarily proposing to him exactly but him like taking note and being like i'll report this to like said member um give me two weeks or him like purposely reading out Every like <laughs> Yungi, I want to marry you. Comment when they're on V Live. <laughs> um, don't don't like don't gas us. <laughs> like don't feed the fans, man. Um, also his thirst traps that he likes to post. If I get one more shirtless pig like perfectly cropped to show your collarbones on Instagram or whatever medium you want to choose. What am I going to do? Stop that. <laughs> like <laughs> stop. <laughs> Please also major one. What the heck was that VCR? <laughs> and they're in jail. First of all, free my dogs. Why are they always locked up? I don't understand <laughs> like Justice for Bongtan twenty twenty one. What was that whole VCR? And they were just like felons. Anyway, um, what are they in jail for? Like, what's going on? Anyway, <laughs> for too much thirst trapping. They're in jail, and then like they break out of jail with the key. But where's the key come from? Tay's mouth. Who's the creative director? Who made who made that decision? I- Tay himself. Yeah, I bet it was. Exactly. And that's exactly why he's getting this award. (laughs) He wants us to suffer. 
I saw a tweet for documentation to the audience. I saw a tweet that was like, Tay, I'm a good boy. And then it was like, also Tay. <laughs> and like that clip of the VCR. I just want to have a word with whoever decided that and who greenlighted it. It was like, yeah, you let's put do this it. In. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> I can't. So the next category in the 2021 Girls with Fun Awards um, is the best selfie category. And Clay, why don't you go first on this one? Um, best selfie. Here it goes. This is what I was alluding to earlier. Um, it's Jimin, and it is from the selfie he took on. I have it written down here, July thirteenth, and it was him at the permission to dance set. Um, I can't really describe the selfie to you, but this. These two pics have me whipped. It was probably my lock screen from July until after the Permission to Dance concerts. Like, I couldn't change it. Every time I was like, I think I want a new wallpaper. And then I would go and look at it. And I was like, actually, no, I don't. I love Park Jimmy. <laughs> I am so obsessed with these photos. Um, it is, yes. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> It's just so good. I don't know. It's so dreamy. I'm like, I'm falling in love with the man who will never know me. Um, It's perfect. This is the moment where I was like, I'm being bias wrecked. I really am. This is where it started. I'm being bias wrecked. It started with the photo. Um, And it's just continued on and only gotten worse. Um, Long haired Jimin really has done me in. I'm on the edge. I'm teetering. I'm teetering. Like, man, I'm not doing well. Also, um, honorable mention, Buttercrew from September. Is that the 21st? Or like, I don't know. I didn't write that down right. But it's sometime in September, and it's the Buttercrew tweet. And, of course, it is BTS with Meg in New York. What a photo! Oh my god, and what a surprise. Again, this is not a Meg podcast, but like it might as well be at this point. <laughs> um that everyone jokes about being. It's actually Megan. <laughs> exactly. It's so freaking cute. What a great set of photos. I can actually remember it perfectly. I don't even need to look that one up. She was in her cute little green two-piece fit yes yeah we were definitely like are they on the roof of the met and we were like yeah and they were not <laughs> exactly <laughs> it was like the roof of rap nation or something isn't four also in the photo yeah come yeah. on is that the video i think it's the same day that iconic yungi speaking of our last category in thirst traps he picks up four and you could just see his like arms flexing and he's like oh whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> as he picks him up like biggest old man mood but also thirst trap ever can i since you talked about yungi and thirst traps i just had a thought that like clip that's going around recently from like his latest v live during the concert and it's him like i don't even know what he's saying or what he's talking about but it's like that super deep voice 
like huh i i need to go watch the v-love because i haven't seen it in full yes (laughs) yes i live there also like no girl you got a lot of properties (laughs) at least like eight months out of the year i don't understand what what is that clip why did his voice just like reach like super like low octaves like that i don't understand sir why are you what what's going on here audio thirst trap (laughs) and and because it's it makes it even better because he's not like he's really not trying with that one it's really a trap I said it because we were talking I don't know what we were talking about but I was like I've conditioned myself to fall asleep when I'm too stressed to sleep listening to Yugi's deep voice on like a sleeping ASMR and we were like if I pass out just like step over me and like carry on like a fan meet just like leave me there on the ground but like yeah that voice I'm like yeah I think Yugi has like the deepest voice in Bangtan. Sorry, RM. I'm not your strongest soldier. <laughs> I don't know. They might go head to head. I mean, I don't know. We could have like some kind of like face off if they want to. Like, <laughs> I'm fine with that. Like Namjoon's like true voice, not the like voice that he puts on for us. Like he said, it's yeah. pretty deep. Yeah, that's a true. Imagine <laughs> that voice with him saying "baby." Oh. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> we'll proceed after a brief intermission. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you can't just say things like that to me. Error. Oh, uh, yeah. Jules, that EXE has stopped running. Is it me or the mic that's struggling? <laughs> it's me. Um, which is really saying something. Um, okay, so... Back to the originally scheduled programming. Um, Again, not really the strongest Namjoon soldier, but uh, the best selfie goes to his black and white gym thirst trap. You all know the one I'm talking about from March 15th, 2021. I don't even have to like tell you what that one is because it's already the one that popped up into your head. (laughs) I rest my case, your honor. (laughs) I forgot that happened this year. I literally had to look it up because I thought it might be 2020. And so I like my Google history. I mean, not that it wasn't already this. It's like Nam June Jim. Nam June Jim selfie. Nam June black and white Jim. Oh, oh my gosh. Man, that was so long ago, but also not. Yeah, it was 2021. Wow. Crazy. Uh... I feel like there were eras to like 2021 and like levels of like reopening and stuff but anyway i digress (laughs) yeah um rolling into our next category most iconic fit so my cat my winner for this category is an absolute shoo-in we've hyped him up enough you can probably already guess based on how some of our earlier conversations on this very episode went but it is our young CEO, Hobie, and literally every outfit that he wore on In the Soup. Like, they're literally doing, like, a more bougie version of camping. And he's here, like, <laughs> perfectly placing the beanie or, like, putting the cap backwards. Or he has, like, the perfect white sunglasses to go with his all-white fit. Like, you will never catch that man slipping. So, fashionista Hobie wins uh, 
outfit of the year. Um, you know what? <laughs> Great choice. Also, I planned this, I think, before we knew about the condom shirt, but, like, honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> my picks have to go to the black swan fits that they wear uh, during the Permission to Dance concert. Now, I can't remember if the I'm pretty sure they all had the same outfits on, even for the online one that happened months ago. But, you know, the one that we went to, astounding. Um, You know, kudos to the stylist. You should get a raise. What a great stylistic choice. You guys already know that I'm like a Black Swan, like diehard fan, okay? Um, I live for that song. And... A very important element that goes into that song for me is the styling, and I just think the styling is great. Tay in that, like, suit with the feathers, like, going around his his collar, and then, like, also down in his flared pants, <laughs> A1. Um, you know, Jimin and Jungkook in those little blazers that are barely hanging on. Mm. Um, fantastic. Yoongi in that skirt, fantastic. Like, all of it is just like it's just so good it fits the song so well also them coming out of their blue and gray suits to go into black swan everything about it is just so good oh man that wasn't a fake shiver that was a real shiver yeah and then they wear those fits through like what fake love too right yep (sighs) so good I would like to say even the backup dancers have amazing fits for Black Swan. The like all black with the white like sleeves. Yes. Insanity. It's great. Is it my turn to go? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh so we go into our next award category. I think this is a repeat category from last year. Uh maybe. Best overall performance. Why don't you go first? Um, You know, you already brought it up earlier on, but I got to gas it again. I got to give it to the Detrital OT7 version, man. Um, What a time. Muster feels like it happened ages ago, and it kind of did. <laughs> but, like, not really, though. Wasn't that in like, the middle of the year? Yeah, there were feels... many ones. <laughs> it feels so long. Um what a fun time um and you know i always look forward to muster and awesome that we get to watch it all online together um and this just really set it off i was not expecting it um you know they kind of hinted at it in the promos but i thought it was just going to be yugi performing it but to have that opening and it's jimin in that same hat that yugi was wearing and i was like oh it's yugi and then he lifted his head and i was like no it's not it's jimin (laughs) Jimin has those bangs. First of all, that little yeah. bowl cut was everything. Okay, usually I would not be like, "Ooh, a bowl cut," but like on Jimin, it's everything. Um, also, the lip ring. Let's just start off there. Like, <laughs> it was already coming off strong. All right. Um, not to mention they're all in Hanbok and also wearing Air Force Ones. <laughs> 
what? what about that combination they've done it before and i'm like uh like <sighs> dang comes to mind and i'm yeah. just what was this or like previous idol performances i feel like they've done that before too yeah. it's just really hot um i'm here for it like you said like we got Tetrata. like <laughs> i don't know like give him an acting award just for that alone um yeah, we're Taste not we're not going to talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about him slicing Tay Tay going the other way though. Like <laughs> that, that was funny. Um, Yugi's go J go J go J before Hobie starts rapping. Uh, I love that. Um, he did that for me, <laughs> and. The way Hobie bodied that verse. Yeah. Deja is just such a great song. It's just such high energy. Um, I can only imagine what it would be like if they had fans actually there watching that. I think everyone would have like lost their minds. Um, what a great, you know, cultural song. It's just awesome. All around good song. Great performance. Yeah. In addition to home, may we please see Deji Tuck live someday, <sighs> manifesting that for us. I would love that. I would love that. I still watch the music video, like, approximately at least once per week. <laughs> <laughs> you will catch me slipping. Um, yeah, we were already talking about all the reasons um, for best overall performance, but mine goes to the Black Swan. I knew it was the one that I wanted to see live, like... Every beat that song hits is just like something else. And they look so amazing while performing it. Um, I think Black Swan, this isn't like most underrated award. I don't even think Black Swan is underrated. But I do think its era was like pulled from it because of the start of the pandemic, right? It came out on uh, Map of the Soul 7. Um which feels like 10 million years ago. Um, but yeah, I think Black Swan deserves everything that, that she gets and more. Also, honorable mention goes to On for many of the same reasons. It was such a powerful like opening song for the concert, but also we knew that it was a song made to be performed in like a large stadium with like a drum line. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah honorable mention but black swan is the queen um so yeah <sighs> i'm like weak <laughs> <laughs> um i read it next yeah, i think so okay best glow up another one of my faves this was a category that I specifically remember we had last year, and I gave the same caveat last year, but, like, all of the members are fine AF, so this is not meant to, like, diminish anyone's hotness, because we're here every week, like, simping over everyone, but the 2021 uh, Best Globe Award for Julie um, goes to JK, Um it's been a work in progress for at least 
a couple of years. And also every time I think they can't get hotter, they do. But I just really feel like he's growing into his own skin, right? Um, he's been getting the piercings he wants. He's He's been getting the tattoos he wants. It's gotten to the point where he's basically established that, like, he's going to do whatever he wants. And we're not even like, oh, it's fake anymore. Like, it <laughs> used to be, like, these are not real. And we're just like, oh, Jake, it's gone and done it. So, like, kudos to him for being comfortable in his own skin and, like, looking how he wants to look. So that's why he wins my Globe of the Year award. You know, um, I also gave it to JK. Was this also the year where we had, like, that serious undercut? Yes. Okay, and then it was also, like, really long, and... Yeah, wasn't that around butter? Yeah, and it was blue or purple at one point, whatever color it was, depending on what (laughs) medium you were viewing it from. Um, Then he cuts it off, and it's in that really cute cut, and then, like, suddenly his eyebrows pierced? And now also his lips pierced? Like, it was just a lot going on. It's a lot to process. Like, he's really in his, like like tattoo and piercings bag right now um i didn't think we'd be here considering how like 2019 was going um i thought we were just gonna get like you know full sleeves um of clothing for forever but instead we got like an actual full sleeve (laughs) no literally i remember seeing on here last year watching season one of in the soup like this guy's really gonna wear a sweatshirt in the middle of the summer yeah and now it's like you see it every day like I love it I love it so much it's great I love like he said from the beginning he was he wanted to get a lot of tattoos and like or you know whatever so I'm so glad he's he's doing it Um, it's like it doesn't where like every sorry every time we saw his sleeve it like changed slightly so he just keeps that person on speed dial and that's all I wanted to say yeah like it doesn't come as a surprise to me because he's been saying what was that? Was that during um, American Hustle Life where he was talking about getting tattoos? And even in, like, earlier years, he was wearing, like, the fake gauges or whatever. Like, it doesn't really come as a surprise to me, but I think the 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 rate at which it's happened yeah. <laughs> and the amount of <laughs> which we have received in both tattoo and piercings, I'm like, I didn't think we'd be here like this right now. Yeah. um but i'm definitely 100 down for it and i feel like honorable mention um i i think i nominated nom june last year but i feel like i gotta nominate him again man he just gets like beefier and um his short haircut something about it man i don't know it's just really Praying for your buzz cut in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Um, if he does a buzz well, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Next category. Okay. <laughs> Next category is favorite hairstyle. I think it's your turn to go first. Um... I, you know, there's many a hairstyle this year. Many. Many a <laughs> hairstyle that, uh, you know, shook me to my core, but who would I be if I did not pick Platinum Hobie? 
um very specifically muster version platinum hobie um he looked like a i don't know like a winter prince and it was definitely in the summertime but something about like the shagginess of his hair at that time it was cut very specifically it was kind of long and i don't know if they like kind of curled it a little bit but like the way it was like kind of wavy at muster and it was like kind of in his eyes great great bring it back oh it was perfect oh platinum hobie i mean really just rocked my world this year um and like that particular haircut that particular time man oh it was great it's actually my twitter icon at the moment because <laughs> i can't get over it i can't I'm so glad you chose Platinum Hobie because I chose Platinum Hobie as bias wrecker earlier. So I'm glad to see that the committee is, is getting <laughs> his due. Um, I want a slightly different route, maybe because it's fresh in my memory. Uh, you have also talked about it uh, while well, you were talking about V Lives, but uh, my favorite hairstyle 2021 goes to Orange Yungi. Like that man was on some next level stuff at the LA concert. I don't know if it's like <laughs> LA. Was it like performing in front of Army after two years? Was it like he's finally feeling good post shoulder surgery? Like, I don't even know if it was the hair as much as it was like the attitude that he was radiating during that hair, but it just like somehow my like lizard brain conflated the two. And so there's something about, like, orange hair Yungi, like, even the slow-mo, like, hair toss he did that wasn't actually slow-mo. He was just, like, blatantly doing fan service. Like, we talked about how he rarely does the Bapse, like, hip thrust, but he did that. Like, the V-Live with the deep voice. Like, I could go on and on, but, uh, yeah. Orange hair Yungi on some next level stuff. Glad to see that it made a comeback, you know? been a while and is it orange or red because i've been kind of using them interchangeably but it's definitely orange right yeah i would say orange in this case um because he's done red hair before as well but that's like different yeah so i think people are saying red like red hair right you know like a redhead right using them interchangeably yeah I get what you mean. Um, our next category. Favorite car ride jam. Uh, so smooth, like the car I drive. <laughs> uh, the 2021 favorite car ride jam goes to Butter featuring Megan the Stallion. Allegedly, I have been known to possibly occasionally drive over the speed limit to this song <laughs> for legal reasons this is a joke but the award goes to butter uh, that's funny um you know it was number one and my spotify wrapped last year it appeared again at number five this year and i'm not surprised it'll probably be in my top five again next year i don't know um it's black swan 
telling y'all i love this song it's just like it's a fantastic song um you know i feel like usually when people think of like car rides they're thinking like you know fun happy times like roof of your car's down and you're like whoa i'm riding different y'all um i am riding you know i'm not riding dirty but i'm riding like just want you to get the vibe of what my car drives feel like <laughs> it is it is bass boosted <laughs> you hear me coming down the street um and that's definitely <laughs> one of those songs and i am bumping way too loud until i hit like a red light and i'm like dang i am really blasting this <laughs> let me turn this down <laughs> um black swan is great y'all i swear I really think it might be like my favorite BTS song ever. I don't know. I go back and forth about it all the time. It's just such a great song. It's funny that like in our collective fantasies, we all have like drop top convertible <laughs> vehicles when in reality, because we're like, you know, you're driving roof down. But like in reality, what percentage of us have convertibles? Maybe my peasantry is showing. But <laughs> Yeah, I definitely don't. Um also, my favorite car ride jam last year was Strange. So you see the pattern here. <laughs> and the pattern is bass. <laughs> Let's hope we get the Dionysus, Dionysus, whatever, Trap remix. Or the uh, um, I'm Fine, like, Hobie Extreme Bass Boosted version from the concert. And we'll really hear your windows rattling. <laughs> the funny thing is like you have a pretty nice car like my windows should be rattling (laughs) but anyway I digress (laughs) um okay and our final category of the evening ladies and gentlemen the Girls with Fun 2021 final award category is our comfort moment. So the moment we found the most comforting. Kalea, why don't you go first? You know, it's really hard to pick just one. So I picked seven. <laughs> um, the ending minutes for Permission to Dance Day 4. You know, I'm hoping, like they were saying, like this is not the last um, that we'll get to see BTS in concert again. I don't know what's going to happen in 2022, um, but I'm really thankful that I was able to see them. I mean, I know I wasn't there on day four, but it was just really touching um, seeing them pour out their hearts like that on the last day, you know. Thinking about Namjoon saying he's going to do this until he's like 30, 40, 50, whatever. Whatever the f***. Whatever he said. <laughs> um, you know, or him saying that like he's been working out for like this moment. Um, I don't know. That's really touching. Um, you know, they all made like really really touching comments about you know the pandemic and being able to see armies again and stuff and this wasn't an ending mint also but seeing how happy Jin was for his birthday also really like touched me to see that he was like near tears with it um 
that wasn't in the ending mints, but that also really made me really emo. Um, so yeah, the end of Permission to Dance Day Four was really touching. I don't know. I guess maybe that entire concert was just really like moving. Um, seeing them again after not seeing them for so long. Was that the day that Tay said he wasn't sure like Army would even come? Yes, I think so. <laughs> I was like, bro, you're out of your mind, but okay. Which is crazy. I I I just feel bad even thinking that they had thoughts like that during the pandemic. Of course we're going to come and see you. <laughs> we only grew stronger and larger. I was gonna say we like tripled during that time. You know? Yeah. I heard someone say they should do like where I don't even remember where it was if it was one of our collabs if it was us chatting if it was something on Twitter so I apologize if I'm not crediting someone appropriately but someone was like I need them to do like buy tickets as like part of a run episode so they know what we go through (laughs) in order to see them so they know just how much we love them yeah So my comfort moment was BTS at the UN, um, which was also in September. And I can't even point to like one specific thing or one specific moment, but just having them back in the US, even if it was on like official business, (laughs) important business, um, doing like one performance at the UN and then like going right I mean I know they went to and like did a few other things but it was like a very brief trip all things said um but yeah it it it, honestly it did give me hope um I know there was like you know some drama that came out of courting comments or there were some other like issues but like I don't even care about that like people can like metaphorically catch these hands Um, (laughs) I don't care I just like having them back and like after basically I guess a year and a half at that point but like two long years of like being apart just feeling like it may not be as fast as I want it to be and it may not look the way that it did before but like there is hope yeah that they will go on tour again and they will travel again um and as we even saw in LA it like wasn't easy and it took a lot of logistics and it wasn't smooth um again not through any of their fault but just like event venue like there will always be something I guess right I remember you saying like our key learning is that like your plans will always change and that feels especially true given all that we've all collectively lived through in the past two years. But, like, I don't know. It was just such a hopeful moment for me. So I'll stop my, like, sad girl rant here. But, yeah, seeing BTS at the UN was the first moment I had where I was, like, stuff can go back to normal in some way or another. Yeah. Oh, what a sad note to end on. No, no, it was helpful. I was no, not like, you. 
<laughs> we should have picked a different category to end on. What the hell? Let's pick something quick. A crackhead category, go. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's think of something insane. We can do it. <laughs> mm, favorite pet pick, 2021. My answer is bomb. Like the one JK just posted to his stories and everyone's like, is JK shirtless on his couch petting bomb? <laughs> I didn't even pick up on the shirtless thing. I was like really looking at the it's dog. It's literally his arm. He could be wearing a t-shirt. He could be wearing a like tank top situation. Mm. You just don't know, but we have wild imagination. I'm like, doesn't it, shouldn't it just default to bomb this year? I mean, like we got a new pet. <laughs> and we all got a new pet this year. <laughs> so John, John Pet of the Year Award goes to John Bomb. That whose existence was hidden for like two years. That pic of them in the soup together and he's like sitting on JK's lap and they look almost exactly the same. It's like seared into my brain. <laughs> How do you get a dog that like somewhat looks like you? Very... They they always have those threads about like people that look like their pets and vice versa. So. Just crazy. keeping that going. Ugh. Do you so this is also not to make everyone sad again, although that's apparently my specialty. <laughs> <laughs> Join me in my like pit of despair. Um <laughs> Which is also, I'm pretty sure, a Princess Bride reference. But anyway, um, uh, this is our last episode of 2021. We're going to take a little vacation. Oh, yeah. Which we've been really grinding it out here. Um, We've had so much fun with you all. We've grown so much this year. It's been, I think, like, I'm confident saying for both of us that it's been such a good year for the pod um so thank you so much for joining us but we're gonna take a few weeks off to like be with our family and like hopefully actually take a vacation if Bongtan will like let us rest um which is seeming unlikely but yeah we'll be back in what like mid-January something like that we'll see (laughs) (laughs) but we will be back yeah we'll be back (laughs) Um, yeah, I just wanted to give a, a big thanks to everyone that listens. I've been feeling really sentimental about the podcast lately. Um, I was listening back to our really earlier episodes and I mean early, like some of the first few, um, and boy, have we come a long way. Do not go back and listen to those episodes now that I said it, um, (laughs) We've just come, like, so far, and how we put the podcast together, like, the way it sounds, the (laughs) content we discuss, um, even us. I mean, I feel like, I mean, we started the podcast, and we were, like, friends, but we weren't, like, as close as we are now, so I feel like... Even our our dynamic sounds better as time has gone on and as our friendship has grown. So I'm just like, (laughs) I'm just overall really thankful. I mean, I'm sitting here documenting my life 
via the podcast for the past two years and it just feels crazy to be able to say that um thank you to everyone who's stuck around for this long if you've been listening from the beginning if you joined in in the middle wherever you joined from i don't care if you started last week thank you (laughs) you know um thank you for toughing it out through those (laughs) that like first (laughs) you i don't know first year or so man that was rough like transitioning from being together to being digital like that one we did on skype was horrible (laughs) like everyone else we had a learning curve right being changed right entire nation attacked but you know you guys stuck uh through it with us i just really appreciate that um also you know thank you to you for getting on here every week and doing this and putting this together it is not easy but we we make it happen oh you have me super in my feels you're so right our friendship has grown we talk like literally every day text you the most like or like definitely top three of anyone in my phone <laughs> um, even if it's like what are we doing tomorrow <laughs> exactly yeah thank you for your hard work thank you for keeping us organized and for handling the socials and brainstorming with me and yeah couldn't do it without you Thank you so much for joining us or sticking around. Thanks for putting up with our chaos. Um, Thanks for reaching out and sending us DMs and letting us know we're not just like screaming into the void. Uh, Yeah, I really do get excited when you guys reach out to us and tweet us or whatever. Send us a message on Instagram. It truly makes my day. Definitely. Um, did we congratulate BTS on their actual nine awards they received? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, even more prestigious than Girls with Fun Awards. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Congratulations to BTS on a complete sweep at Mama. Um, and they weren't even there, sadly. Weren't even there. Took everything home. <laughs> also Hobie and RM posted more see you guys we can't even get on here Any, you know what <laughs> anyway Man. we'll all try to survive these insta updates <laughs> exactly may uh, the odds be ever in your favor pray for us while we're on this break y'all <laughs> we'll have so much free time we won't know what to do with ourselves will we really <laughs> the free time of staring at Instagram. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, I hope we do even more cool stuff in 2022 and see where it goes from here. Yeah, stay well and we'll see you on the flip side. Happy New Year. We'll see you guys next year. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Girls With Fun. We're so grateful that you chose to hang out with us. Once again, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. If you have an idea for an episode or you want to share your thoughts on any of the topics we've discussed, slide into our DMs or email us at girlswithfunpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us and see you next time.